Rise and shine. It's butt whipping time. It's time for the Morning Blitz with Ross Volkmer. That broadcast school has really paid off. And Christian Peck Dimmitt. Do you want to keep this job? Shut up, listen, learn. The region's only local sports talk show. Discussing it all from the preps to the pros. What time is it? Dance and Simulcasting on AM 730 Fox Sports Tri-State. Streaming online at nwksradio.net and the Rockingham app. They are everywhere. The Blitz is presented by the Insurance Agency, the Farmer State Bank in Oakley, the Cowboy Corner Express, and Equity Bank of Hoxie, Quinter, and Grinnell. Stop what you're doing and listen. Juan flings back. Dickinson wants a three. He got it. He got it indeed. He holds the follow through in the air. About Kansas. Ahead to KJ. A two-hand monster jam. 20,000 on their feet. An alley-oop from 40 feet. And KJ throws it down. Juan lobs up. Dickinson throws down. He slams it home. KU down just two. Rebound on the deck. KJ's got it. He's going to keep it himself and bring it up the floor. McCuller on a step through. Shoots. Scores! Kevin McCuller and the foul. Kansas up two with a free throw pending. Harris pass fake. Shoots a three. He hit it. DeWan Harris again. Oh, so clutch is Wando. Kentucky will get it in. Shepard down the left sideline. Weaves in. Kicks out. Reeves for three. No good. McCullough's got it. And KU's got the win. You can rock. Chuck it up. The Jayhawks win. An instant classic in the Champions Classic here in Chicago. And good Wednesday morning, everybody. We're back on the Morning Blitz on 1025 U-Rock. AM 730 Fox Sports Tri-State, of course, also online, nwksradio.net. Glad you're with us here on this Wednesday. It's hump day, November the 15th, already halfway through the month. 34 degrees and a cool start on our way to a high once again in the low. Se- I've been wearing shorts all week, Christian. Shorts in the middle of November. How about you? Actually, I saw you. Yeah. You were wearing shorts one day because we discussed how you got up and you ripped your pants on the chair yes. a couple days uh, I ago. Didn't get, I, I was sitting down in the, uh, if you can picture this in your head, I, I'm sitting down kind of into the side of the chair and my pocket got caught on the arm of the chair and uh, tore my pants. So that was very unfortunate. But I am wearing shorts again, obviously uh, born and raised a little bit north of here, so I'm used to it being much, much colder at this point. Is so this I'm the latest you've all ever, I can get. Is this the latest you've ever worn shorts in your life? Oh, probably not. Michigan gives you some a little bit of everything. You get you get some wild weather up there, but it's it's certainly out of place being. I think it's going to be seventy or is it going to be sixty eight, something like that today. Uh, and yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. Needless to say. Yeah, speaking of enjoying, a great night last night for Kansas basketball fans as the Jayhawks storm back to take down Kentucky 89-84. A great night there. How about this, though, before we get into KU football? It was a great night of (laughs) action. Uh, Boy, how about this? This was the the play of the night, in my opinion. Here was the call on ESPN. This is your ballgame. Finn floats it. Keeps Toledo alive. Jacquez Stewart turns on the gas. Touchdown, Toledo. 
Toledo, Christians, Toledo Rockets were in. They were going to get beat by the Bowling Green Falcons. And on fourth and two, it turns into what? A 50-some yard touchdown plus, And they take the lead for Bowling Green. They hold on a fourth down the following series. And they get the win. The Toledo Rockets continuing to stay on top of the MAC. I, I seem to remember a certain Mr. Volkmer was not too confident in how Bowling this Green game was going to play, play out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You look on paper at Toledo Bowling Green, most people, A, don't turn this game on at right. all. But B, you look at Bowling Green, you're like, come on. I mean, really? Against 10 and 1, Toledo won a heck of a ball game. I did not watch all of it. I saw at one point uh, Toledo was down big. 27-10. Down 27-10. So I, 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 I bowl, give uh, give Bowling Green a lot of credit. Uh, that was amazing, uh, that comeback for, for Toledo. Uh, that was really impressive. Um, and by the way, their quarterback, Finn, um, if you're looking for next year, he might be somewhere else playing uh, at a bigger school. That might be a guy. <laughs> He's really good. The, yes. the quarterback Finn is very good for Toledo. I, and, uh, yeah, and, and not to mention also before that, Eastern Michigan won in double overtime uh, last night as well. So there were some good nights. It was a good night of action. So just want to throw are. that out there. Not that we have to go diving deep into action this morning, but I no, just want to throw that out Toledo's there. Toledo's had some great quarterbacks. Was it? It was a while ago now, making me feel old. It was like five years ago they had the uh, leading touchdown passer in all of FBS. Jason I Candle. Think that was a guy. Jason is it Jason Candle? Isn't he the head coach there? I think he is. He's a heck of a coach. Because that's yeah. where that's where Matt Campbell was. He was at Toledo before he went to uh-huh. Iowa State. And then Jason Candle took over and I think he's still the head <laughs> coach there and he's really, really good. So yeah. uh Maction where where good good coaches um are are developed. That's why I want to put it that way. And uh, probably also uh, very also players because a lot of action guys end up going to play their final year somewhere else in the big time. And and yeah, I think Kareem that's uh, that's kind of a cool thing um to kind of see a little bit. All right, none none of that. Uh KU Kentucky <laughs> last night 89-84, a really uh entertaining game and a different game than I guess what I thought. I was wrong last night. I I kind of thought Kansas would dominate and part of it I Part of the problem I think Kansas didn't dominate is because Kansas just kind of – I think they actually played like I thought they should play like, I guess. I, they should be the better team and dominate. I don't know how to word that correctly, but they played like a team that thought that they would dominate a young Kentucky team, yeah. and they didn't. Um, and they did mm. not play like they, they themselves or how they should in the first half. I mean, Kansas was not making threes. They were not using their distinct size advantage. Kentucky had, I think, all three of their seven-footers injured. They were unable to play last night, so they weren't throwing it into Hunter Dickinson enough in the first half. Um, and even Holly Rowe reported at halftime talking about how Bill Self was mad that the shot, the shot selection was crap uh, from from Kansas uh, in the first half. It was not good. And this, this is the thing that I think frustrates me the most about basketball nowadays is that We've, we've fallen so far in love with this philosophy that three points count more is two. It doesn't matter how many threes we take. Let's just keep shooting them because we're going to make them at some point in time. That's somewhat true, but not exactly. Like when, when three balls are not falling, you have to attack the bucket. You have to be able to finish in contact. Got to be able to finish in traffic. You got to be able to throw it into your post players and have them score. Kansas has a complete basketball team. They can shoot it outside. They can shoot it inside. They can do it all. But they weren't doing that last night. They did not play like the team that they should have been until the second half. And when they did that, 
Uh, they figured out, like, as, as uh, Jay Billis was saying on the telecast, Kansas tried to play like Kentucky, who is highly athletic and highly mobile, and Kansas tried to play that. That's not who they are. you got to play your game if you're Kansas. You're the better team, the more experienced team, the bigger team. Use that to your advantage. Don't go out there and play Kentucky's game. Play your game. And they did in the second half, and they were able to uh, to get it done. Kentucky shot the three ball great in the first half. They cooled off a lot in the second half. Um, some other quick thoughts I had on this. I'll let Christian get his thoughts in it. Kansas needs to work on its depth. They had five bench points last night. They got to work more on getting guys involved um, besides uh, that. Um, but a lot of new Jayhawks almost kind of felt like as if this, the, the game was a little bit big for them. The scene was a little bit big for them. They were trying to get adapted to that. Uh, but the experience and the skill of the best guys on the floor made the difference. Hunter Dickinson, 27 points, 21 rebounds. He's the first Jayhawk since Nick Collison to do that. Stat of the day for you there. That's a long, long time ago, if anybody remembers. Do you even know who Nick Collison is? Of course. Okay, Thunder good. Legend. Okay, I just want to make sure. Uh, yeah, <laughs> NBA Thunder Legend. <laughs> Don't do this. Don't do this to me now. Come on. Uh, and also, Kevin, I, got, I got NBA trivia at the wazoo. And also, uh, 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 Kevin McCullough Jr. last night a triple double, twelve points, ten boards, ten assists for Kevin McCullough Jr. Those three, those two guys there were dudes um, for for KU. But those are just my thoughts. Kansas just didn't play like they probably should have in the first half. They were not following the game plan. They tried to play like Kentucky. They got burned. They were down seven and a half. Come back, beat them in the second half, playing the game that they should have, and got it done. As you well know, I am not from here, right? So I grew up, uh, you know, watching different teams. So I, I'm a little bit of a uh, an adopted Kansas fan here. And I got to tell you, Duwan Harris might be my new favorite player. Best point guard, I, best point guard in the nation. I it's it's hard to argue that he. 38 minutes is wild, especially considering he was in a little bit of foul trouble early, too. Obviously, didn't end up turning into anything. He picked up two, I think, pretty quick there. But he's not always going to shoot the ball like that. But I love, I love a point guard who plays scrappy defense, who always thinks pass first, and when he needs to, can score the ball like that. Uh, that was really fun to watch. McCuller was also great. I through a lot of this game, obviously, some of it was KU self-inflicted. I was less struck uh, with the bad threes they were taking, more of the long twos, the contested shot selection, as opposed to whether they were threes or twos or not. Through a lot of this game, I was more struck with how well Kentucky played, as opposed to how poorly Kansas played, albeit Kansas, when they're playing the way they should, can and should beat Everyone. I mean, this is a super team. They they will certainly need depth, as Ross said. Basically, everything they needed came from their starters, and that's about everything that they got. Uh, but Dillingham, I Rob Dillingham is a gunner for uh, Kentucky. I think he actually came off the bench and just basically kept Kentucky in that ball game in the first half. And obviously, they were leading. Uh, at the end of the first half, the outside shooting was their lifeblood, ready and willing to, to trigger on outside shots. But at the end of the day, Kansas is just a better team when they're playing like they should and when Dickinson is getting the touches he should. Uh, it It's just incredible to watch him play. I mean, the, the touch he has down low is wild. 27-21, three steals because why not? You'd 
you'd love him to be a little bit better of a rim protector. I think obviously his mobility uh, in terms of lateral quickness defensively isn't exactly what you're looking for, but K.J. Adams I think gives you that more dynamic athletic big uh, to do a little bit of that, but a really, really good basketball game to start out this year. Gives you a lot of hope, I think, if you're a Kentucky fan, certainly, but uh, if you're a Kansas fan, you this this team is very, very good when they're playing like they should, which is a big if. No, they're they're really good. They're highly talented. They will be a a very, very hard out all season long. Um, they're not going to go undefeated, I don't think. Um, I'd be shocked because no one has done that since Bob Knight's uh, team did back in, what, the 70s, 80s? Uh, so it's it's been a long time. But they have probably the best starting five uh, on the floor in the country. I mean, and that's just, that's, that's, that's built. It's been built. Dewan Harris was brought in and developed. K.J. Adams brought in, developed, and then they bring in the pieces that they were missing. Hunter Dickinson, the best big man in the country, comes in. Kevin McCuller Jr. transferred in two years ago from Texas Tech, who was the best defensive player in the Big 12, who's now developing his offensive game, although last night not great, 3 of 11. But they, they, have, they, they have to work on their bench. they got to work on that. Um, it wasn't great, especially offensively production. They rely a lot on their starters. they got to get more depth worked in there, and they will. It's... It's early in the season. Everything takes time, patience, and they will they will work this way through. They'll figure their way through it. But yeah, tip of the cap to Kentucky. They're always a young team. You never know a can. Uh, Reeves, I remember, was on a team last year, uh, but you know, most of the time, kind of like, who are these guys? Because they're usually all you know freshmen that then go on to the NBA. Because that's how Kentucky rolls anymore. Um, and that's why I have a hard time following Kentucky basketball because you don't know who the heck's there. Uh, they, mm-hmm. they just they always have new guys. So, um, but yeah, great performance from Kansas. Really solid showing there, and uh, they improved to three and zero. The Champions Classic was was pretty good, by the way. Michigan State lost to Duke last night in the other game of the Champions Classic. Do you know Michigan State is shooting four forty four from three on the season? Oh, four forty four. I didn't know it was that bad. Once I, I, again, yeah, folks, I go back to my point. Three balls are great. But if you can't make them or having a bad night, you got to score it in other ways. You just cannot let a bad three-point shooting night destroy you. Got to be able to attack the bucket and get easier looks. Have some plays designed to do that. But, you know, it's 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 amazing what we see. We see I see it so many times. Teams go out there and lose because they just want to shoot the three. You get beat by that. You live by the three, you can die by it. Anyway, uh Great win last night for Kansas basketball. Uh, also last night, real quickly before we get to our first break, want to hit on JUCO hoops. Uh, last night had all four JUCO teams on the hardwood getting in, as I called it, their final tune-ups before conference play begins. Uh, you had a win for the Northwest Tech men. They routed Bethany Junior Varsity 113-72, shot a season-high 60% from the floor. The 113 was a season-high in points scored. Five Mavericks in double figures, a double-double from Art Celestin, 14 points, 12 rebounds. Tech improves to 3-2. and two. Uh, The Northwest Tech Lady Mavs, they lose at Frank Phillips College last night, 82-69. Alexandra Thompson off the bench, 17 points. Jalen Alexander, Cy Crowley each recorded double-double. Lady Mavs shot just 39%, but they dropped to 1-3, a loss of 82-69 to Frank Phillips College again. Colby Community College women, they have won more games already right now than they did all of last year. They have got a third victory of the season. Uh, Lady Trojans 
Quick work of Southwestern JV, 96-41. They're 3-1 going into conference play. The game of the night, no doubt, happening at the event center late was Colby Community College edging Northeastern on a last-second shot from Max Macedia. Uh, hit a hit a hit a little leaner right from the top of the key. It was a long two. His foot was on the line. They were only down 71-72, uh, and then he hits that with .2 seconds left to edge Northeastern there at the event center, and so... Uh, the Trojan men improving. I think to what three and two on the season. I think that's what they three are. Three and two. Three and yeah, two. So they, it was almost bad. They were uh, up, I think, like fourteen with ten minutes left, and you almost witnessed uh, a brutal collapse where they just could not do anything right. A lot of self-inflicted uh, issues down the stretch of that ball game, and then it was suddenly they were on the comeback trail. They're da- they were down, I think, like six or seven with a couple of minutes left, and they had to mount a comeback. Really a, a very good watch uh, if you were looking for Juco hoops last night. I, I think they'll have some issues come Jayhawk play with their size down low, uh, but I, I am pleasantly surprised. They're a team that loves to get out and run, play really fast above the rim. I was pleasantly surprised with how their half-court offense looked, you know, when they're forced to slow it down a little bit. Albeit, like I said, size, I think, will be an issue. Uh, Maxence obviously hit that leaner. He, he kind of hit a, a pump fake and leaned in. He was very off balance and just flung it up. And you go, it was one of those where you go, oh, no, oh, no, oh, yes, and just flung it up there uh, for the winner. He's, I think, your best player, certainly your most dynamic uh, player. Gave you a lot down the stretch. A, a really good ball game just on a, on a random Tuesday night. And like you said, before... Uh, Jayhawk play even starts. Yeah, now now the real test begins. I mean, Northeastern is a good measuring stick of where you are because they're a very good established program. Um, them and Western Nebraska, you'll see those team McCook, uh, those three teams there, some and North Platte too. Don't want to throw North Platte away. Those those are kind of your really close teams that you don't play in conference play that usually get a pretty good measuring stick of how you're going to be this year. It's still going to be another notch above that when you get into Jayhawk Conference play. It's the best JUCO basketball conference in the nation, um, and it, it's a it's an absolute brawl and a bloodbath, figuratively, uh, every single night. <laughs> you'd hope, you'd hope. Yeah. So. Speaking of brawls and blood, but blood, uh, bloodbath last night, boy, we'll, we'll we'll let you get in the NBA right now. Uh, Draymond oh, Green, boy, that was quite a showing there. Draymond choking out Rudy <laughs> Gobert. Man, oh, the NBA is great. I love this NBA. It's <laughs> WWE NBA. It's so good. Thank you. Thank you for proving my point, Draymond. It's good stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I got You I got you, you have 30 you have 30 seconds to a minute to rebuttal. <laughs> so there there's no rebuttal for Draymond Green. He is a Michigan State grad, so I disown him a little bit. Yeah, he he's he's the guy you hate to have on the other team, right? And you love to have on yours and you especially, you do hate to have him on your team when he's putting other dudes in chokeholds. Granted, he did not, unlike what usually happens, start that fight. Uh, I think it was McDaniels and Clay Thompson, but Clay Thompson is another guy I do not like. We can get into that later. Uh, but yeah, I think, I think the big story right now in the NBA is the Clippers just unable to put it together. I watched a lot of that ball game. Uh, the Nuggets were on uh, the beneficiary side of some horrible play uh, from the Clippers. James Harden is winless. I believe the Clippers are now 0-5. He's a cancer. Uh, with Mr. Harden. He's a cancer. I, you're not, you're not going to get an argument from me. He's a cancer. Yeah. 
That's it was a brutal watch, to be honest with you. Yes, uh, yes, as is the NBA every single night. Okay. All right. <laughs> All right. <laughs> he set me up too much for that. Uh, well, okay, we got a full show ahead today. We're going to get to our first break. Uh, Cole Carmody of GoPowerCat.com kind of to join the show coming up next. Uh, and then uh, following him, we've got the College Football Power 5. Also, don't forget, today is day number one of the NJCAA D1 Volleyball Tournament in Hutchinson. Colby Community College Lady Trojans there for the first time since the 1970s. Uh, they have a tough match today. They're the number 16 seed. They take on the top seed, uh, Florida, uh, what is it? Uh, Florida Southwestern State. There we go. Uh, so tall task ahead for the Lady Trojans, but you know, you're on a heater. You never know. You never mess. You never step away from a heater as they say no. at the craps table. So, anyway, <laughs> let's get to a break. When we come back, Cole Carmody joins us next. You're listening to a Wednesday morning edition of the Morning Blitz.